welcome to the odd and offbeat podcast Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-commutation, Louis Fox. That's right, uh, I believe in the uh, teachings of Lenin. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> Isn't that what commutation means? Or is that when you take the cracker at, at church? It is, that's the Jesus cracker that you eat. <laughs> Isn't that when uh, the governor lets you uh, shorten your sentence? Yeah, communes your sentence. <laughs> It's all of the above. It's, it's a very complex word. <laughs> the, the church, the communists, and the governor have to all come together. <laughs> they have to all make a consensus. <laughs> and uh, we are pre-recording this because Louis is off enjoying uh, Montreal and Quebec. Quebec City. Quebec City. You're enjoying the magic offerings of the world <laughs> yes i'm at the biggest magic conference in the world now matt my biggest hold on my biggest question is is my favorite trick gonna be there which is the invisible soul <laughs> the invisible soul i've been doing that trick for a long time have you really <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a big magic fan so i'm very jealous that you get to go to the world champions of championships of magic I, I like that matt too so you can't see this he has a m- magic magazine he was showing me before we started recording and he showed me yeah, a magic I, trick which was the I, dumbest I, trick I, it was epic I, uh, you know, I'm getting into the magic business. I, I ordered, I ordered something that I needed for my show that happens to be a magic prop. I don't, is it, is that, is that a magic prop? Yeah. Sponge balls? Well, yeah, they don't exist anywhere else. Gotcha. And they sent me a magazine and I'm in it now. I'm (laughs) like, you're subscribed to it. I got, you know, I got little cards and with shapes and. So Matt just showed me like a four year old trick, like a four year old would do it. He had yeah. he had one thing in one hand, one thing in the other hand, and he dropped his hands out of the zoom screen and brought them up, and they were switched hands. Pretty epic, man. <laughs> and then he did, the, but they were out of screen for like thirty seconds. Like way I'm, too number, I'm the number one zoom magician on the Odyssey <laughs> Offbeat podcast. So great. I'm learning all about your magical ways. You're learning. I you're got le- I got the Magic Monthly magazine, which is like made out of like cheap paper they're they're and i'm looking through they're selling lip balm there's like a lip balm trick oh they're just selling like you you want your lips to be super moist while you do card tricks what's up with the lip balm trick i don't know i don't i don't get the magazines oh gotcha i'm not that deep and the, the guy classic magician the guy on the front cover is named spidey yeah i wonder you know if this he, guy i know him by reputation i wonder if he um has to license that name from marvel Right? I, I hope it comes like Spider-Man, Spider-Man, <laughs> friendly magician, Spider-Man. That is like everyone's Pick suggestion. Pick a card if you must, <laughs> then I will pelvic thrust. Here comes Mr. Spider-Man. All right, I don't know, whatever. I would see that show. Oh, you would. I'm actually hoping to see that in Canada. I'm going to have to track this guy down at the magic conference now and take a picture, and I'll send it to you, and you will have forgotten this entire conversation. You'll go, who's that? 
Only hope he does a card trick and he goes, my spidey sense tells me that is the ace of diamonds. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, so what do you predict is going to be happening at this time when this is released, Louie? Um, at this time, when this comes out, so much things are going to be happening. It's going to be a new month. That's all. <laughs> wow, that was a great prediction. We'll flip the calendar page. But that was the equivalent of my magic trick that I showed you. <laughs> I just threw some Nostradamus knowledge down. <laughs> uh, you don't think you like what? Does there shows or something at this magic convention? Like, do you so buy the, stuff? You they have like a big dealer section, so you can buy. I could buy probably your magazine there. Could you buy that lip balm? I could probably buy the lip balm there. Um, there's like people give talks and then there's shows and there's contests. They have formal night, which sucks because I'm flying up there with just a backpack. So I got to pack a suit and shoes in there. Yeah, are you bringing a suit for formal night? Yeah. Oh, man. Do they have like a red carpet and stuff? Like, uh, yeah. So I'm missing the opening gala because uh, – the because uh, American Airlines moved my flight from near where I am to six hours away. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, so I have to drive six hours, and then I got a six-hour like, layover in Chicago. You're like flying from Sacramento to Montreal, and they're like, "We moved your flight to from Austin to Montreal. Lucky you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like now I gotta get a flight, buy a flight to Austin. Well, that's what got me on the way back. So my return flight is a separate itinerary. Mm -hmm. So they wouldn't move my end back to get my car. So I had to buy a flight to go get my car. Brutal. Yep. It's good times. I bet Spidey would have predicted that would have happened <laughs> and not bought the ticket. I bet that lip balm trick would have, would have, <laughs> told, balm. Would have solved the problems. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the stories. Let's do it. get to some weird news. This story comes from KKTV.com. That's a news source more reliable than using a ninja sword to cut your nails. Uh, you don't think uh, that would be good? You don't think old-timey samurais, you know, cut their <laughs> nails with their swords? That old-timey retired samurai cutting a peach up with his giant sword on the rock yeah, you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Seems like that. You got a sword on hand. Why not use it? Hey, there you go. You don't want that gathering dust, right? Yeah, so this has to do with the sword, and it says part of man's hand cut off with the sword at a 7-Eleven, officials say. Yeah, didn't we do a story about a guy, like, who def was defending himself in, like, a drug bust with a samurai sword or I something like that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it was early on. Um, I mean, we could look it up, but we are lazy. So. Exactly. <laughs> so the story goes, part of a man's hand was cut off with a sword at a 7-Eleven in Hawaii, according to officials. I like how they're like, according to officials. Like, no, the dude's hand was cut off. Like, you don't need yeah. to cite the – especially when you're not citing, like, John Grayson of the Hawaii hand cutoff unit or whatever. <laughs> Honolulu Emergency Medical Services said a man in his 40s was attacked with a sword and sustained multiple wounds. Paramedics treated and took him to the hospital with serious injuries. I, I think they're like, that's a serious injury. But, you know, like police have a history of 
of in the reports making things seem grander than they were. Like, you think so? Oh, they all the time. Yeah. So you know, like, you know, the guy was running and he turned and pulled a gun on me when the guy was just you know strolling down the street or whatever. Oh well, yeah. Well, that I'm I would love sure. to see I the video of this compared to the uh, police report. Police reports like well, guy got his hand cut off. Reality paper cut. Yeah. Well, and does it doesn't say what part of his hand. So it was like, was it just like the fleshy palm part or was it a pinky or was who like cuts your hand like the, the long way? I don't even, you know, like maybe it's like a light loofah or like, you know, <laughs> hang on. Let me grab my loofah sword. I'm going to exfoliate the hell out of you. Yeah, exactly. Well, Done you, with you. You're going to look so fabulous. Yeah. You're, well, your hand is going to look amazing. <laughs> no pores. A witness said there was an altercation between a 7-Eleven employee and another man inside the store. He said the incident escalated, ending with the employee allegedly cutting part of the man's hand off outside of the store with a sword. Whoa, so it was the employee that was the attacker or the sword wielder. I, I, uh... So the employee was the one who cut, not got cut. Yeah, I guess so. That, and so that means he had to have the sword on hand. Yeah, he's like, I, I'm a felon. I can't have a gun below the counter in case we get robbed. But I've got a ninja sword. <laughs> the victim started to shout and to cry. And then I look at him on the floor and saw that half his hand was on the floor. The guy ran to the side of the door and he fell there on the floor, said Michael Sousa, a witness who was visiting from Switzerland. This is a super international story. I'm loving this. Yeah, (laughs) but, uh, you know, the Swiss guy could have stepped in, but it is mandatory he remains neutral. (laughs) Exactly. They're they're like, why didn't you do anything? I'm Swiss. I'm Swiss, dude. (laughs) Let me check your passport. That checks out. Okay. (laughs) Also, you know, you don't need to dress like the Swiss guard wherever you go. (laughs) This is Hawaii. It seems very hot. Yes. According to Sousa, the man with the sword ran to a hotel nearby where police said they later arrested a 46-year-old man. Honolulu police initially responded to the scene for a report of an assault, but it was quickly reclassified as attempted murder. Wow. All right. So the, the police, the employee was like two dudes in his shop started fighting. This is what I get. The employee's like, yo, you all stop fighting or I'm going to kill you. And then he tried it. No, I think I don't. I, 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 my gathering of this story is that the employee and this other person, the guy who got his hand cut off, got into some altercation. Swiss guy's just hanging out eating Cheetos. <laughs> he's that guy that eats his stuff before he pays for it. Yeah, he's drinking his Slurpee, and then they get an altercation. Swiss guy's like, "Oh, there's a hand on the ground." Guy working at Seven Eleven runs to a hotel. Guy with hand cut off is bleeding on the ground. That's that's what I think happens. All right. I think that's almost what I said. While police have not confirmed the suspect is a 7-Eleven employee, Sousa said the man with the sword had served him before and was quite pleasant. Nice. See, I wonder if it was a weird, like, robbery that was happening. Oh, so, possibly. So, like, the, the, the employee who was the attacker had just, like, was robbing the store and like someone comes in, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll take your money. And then the other guy comes in who's the real employee. is like, yo, you don't belong here. Sword down. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the weirdo conspiracy guy who comes in at like even like the end of ancient aliens. They're like bringing just some guy who's been homeless for three years. And he's like, 
you know what happened is the alien race landed and they all looked like uh, George Burns <laughs> smoking cigars. <laughs> And they told us jokes and then butt raped us with the cigars. Yeah, they old Bill Clinton. People are like, what the fuck? <laughs> he served me twice for the last two days. He was very nice. He was very kind. It was, I was shocked that someone like that does something so horrible, Suiza said. I think I love that this tourist is like, what are you going to do while you're in Hawaii all the way from Switzerland? Spend all day at the 7-Eleven. Yo, those Slurpees can get nothing like it over in the Alps. I have to admit, like the first time I read this, when it says he served me twice, I thought it said, I thought it read he severed me twice. <laughs> I was like, what? How? Why would you go back after the first the weirdest time. friendship ever? <laughs> he severed me once. I was like, Meh, I'm coming back. I'm a very trusting individual. I give someone three chances. To cut me. Which is a horrible plan because I only got two hands. <laughs> a, security, a security guard said the men involved have had encounters in the past and was worried it was eventually going to get physical. So there was a history between these two people. All right. I like that the 7-Eleven has security. The 7-Eleven by my place needs security. Uh, before we moved, there was like a murder there. It was cra- And it's been boarded up ever since. Oh, I bet. And so what do you think about this, Louis? It makes me want to go to 7-Elevens a lot more. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. They're, Just they're, to get your hand cut off, possibly? You know, it's like the convenience store version of a Waffle House. Pretty much, yeah. That's like, exactly what it is. <laughs> you go in, get your business smothered and covered, call it a day. Yeah, there's someone passed out on the ground. There's, <laughs> there's some a, sort of argument. There's half a hand that's still flapping like a... like it's Neither some... serves actual food. <laughs> but there's a lot of drunk people. A lot of drunk people. <laughs> All right, I like it. Yep. Weird News Stories, Pod Duh. This story comes from Fox35Orlando.com. That's a news source more reliable than listening to music in space. Yeah, you don't think... Does sound not carry in space? Is I, that what it is? I don't think it does, because it needs something there to travel through. I could be gotcha. wrong. I've never been to space and listened to, to some sweet, sweet uh, iTunes. So if I'm in a, if I'm flown in space and you're floating in space over like you know 15 feet away from me and I go, Hey, Louie! I wouldn't you couldn't, nothing, it wouldn't go anywhere. I don't think so, but I'm also, uh, I don't think that's a realistic scenario for us to try out in our lifetimes. <laughs> All right, this story goes, diving into some tunes at Florida Underwater Music Festival. I, this is like the opposite of the fire festival. They're like, what? Uh, so there's a picture, and it looks like there's four people. One guy is wearing, or one guy is playing a tuba, I think. One guy's playing a trombone. One guy's playing a trumpet, and a woman playing a harp, like a, like a strumming harp, not a, like a blowing harp. <laughs> not like a, the mouth harp, you mean? Like a yes, exactly. <laughs> that might be a little harder to play under underwater. Actually, they're all playing ones with your mouth. I don't know how they're doing that. <laughs> Actually, now that I said that out loud, how are they playing these instruments? I like how the harmonicas went through you. The, the, the tuba. Yeah. <laughs> Makes total sense. 
Yeah, I don't. What are they? How, they must have rigged it up into their oxygen thing or well, whatever. Well, if you read further, that's just people goofing around. Oh, gotcha. They weren't in a yellow submarine, but hundreds of people spent time below the waves Saturday for a music festival off the Florida Keys. There was still some a hole dolphin going, free bird. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Beatles hit and. The Beatles hit and other ocean-themed songs like the theme to The Little Mermaid were part of the entertainment during the Lower Keys Underwater Music Festival. I don't the think... divers and snorkelers, many dressed as mermaids and sea creatures, enjoyed music played through waterproof speakers dangling from boats floating above the Florida Keys National Marine Sanctuary. This feels really counterproductive because you're not like noise pollution is like ruining sea life. Is all of our noise? And we're like, here's what oh, we're going to play. We're going to play some Little Mermaid, and this carp is going to love it. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that the fish would get pretty annoyed. They're like, really? Under the sea again? Yeah, they're like, give me some Jay-Z. Give me some, yeah, give me some Black Sabbath, man. <laughs> the festival took place at Louis Key Reef, about six miles from Big Pine Key. The event at the continental United States' only living coral barrier reef raised awareness on how divers can protect the reef by not touching corals or leaving litter underwater. Using using mooring buoys instead of anchoring when boating, respecting dive flags and other ways of minimizing environmental impact. Like playing loud music from speakers dangling from your boat. Participants swam among marine life and coral formations and described the music as ethereal, a bit muted, but emanating from all directions. All right. How much do you think a ticket to this festival was? Free. You think it's free? And then how much do you think, like, a sandwich was? There's a guy down there with an underwater hot dog booth. (laughs) Right? There's going to be a vendor. It's like $16 for a water. (laughs) You're like, I'm in the water. Yeah, wait in line for the porta potty. <laughs> There's not enough. You're like, okay, I'm gonna be honest because when I first read this, I thought this this was real. I thought it was like these people are actually playing music, and then somehow it was being transmitted to people up on their boats. That's <laughs> what I thought. I think that's why that picture was taken of the people with the horns. Yeah, is, gotcha. Is to fool you. It's <laughs> play. Yeah, well, yeah, right. It's played. So they're playing music from the boats to people who are swimming down below. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know. I've been to plenty of, like, lakes where some someone's playing their Willie Nelson real loud on a thing on their boat, and I'm not a fan. Yeah, it is a little annoying. I mean, anyone who plays their music extra loud wherever they are, like, there's a guy I'm performing at the fair right now. The guy walks by every morning, and he's just bumping. He has a Bluetooth speaker on him, and he's just bumping old, like, Dr. Dre, like stuff from the 90s. I'm, I'm, just down, like, I'm down with that soundtrack. <laughs> I don't know, dude, but it's like, it's just so loud. And it's like, you're walking through like a barn. Well, I was at the Walmart and there was a guy with the Bluetooth speaker walking through and he was like shopping for paint. I'm like, do you need your soundtrack while you're like buying paint? Well, and it's just like, why do you not have headphones? Like just, where, why are you making us like listen to this? Why, what is it about playing it loud that is better than you just hearing it in your ears. I just don't get that. Yeah, I want him to play it quietly on his Bluetooth speaker, and then he holds it against his shoulder and his ear like he's talking on oh, his old school yeah, phone. Yeah, right? That's yeah. where it's at. Yeah, exactly. So what do you think about this, Louie? I feel like this was poorly thought out, and that it probably does more harm than good. 
Yeah, it sounds it's a little silly, and uh, but it got awareness. We're talking about it. Yes, yes. So every time I dive in Florida, I'm not gonna touch the coral reefs. That's like where we're at. And I just want to make note that there's a picture, a separate picture of a woman playing a French horn mm-hmm. underwater, and that French horn does not have any buttons. <laughs> okay, so it's not. This picture is not real, Louis. Okay, just so you know. So the way the air flows through doesn't go. All right. <laughs> All right, I like it. Yep. It's the odd and offbeat podcast. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? This week, you can catch me from the, I think, the third through the sixth. It might be the second. I should probably figure that out. Uh, at the Clatsop County Fair in Astoria, Oregon. Uh, and then uh, I guess there's a new magic shop in Astoria, so I'm going to go check that out if you want to go super nerded up with me. <laughs> You're <laughs> welcome to. And I think uh, my, my lovely bride is flying down to hang out on the weekend with me. So. Oh, nice. Yep. So that's what I'm up to. Where can they catch you this week? You can catch me from the 3rd to the 6th at the Yam Hill County Fair in McMinnville, Oregon. Not so, far from Louie. Do you think like you'll a- slip and call it the Yam Bag? Yam bag. Another name for your balls. Oh, the yam bag? You never heard yam bag? No, I've never heard that in my life, so I'm assuming I will not slip. (laughs) I've never heard that word. Uh, Yeah, so I'll be there uh, doing some shows with uh, a friend of ours, Marty Davis. He's like a country singer. Nice. uh, Old Western guy. Yep. And uh, he's super nice. Yeah. So I'm excited to do that. Maybe I'll swing up to Astoria. Maybe I'll convince Erica to come up and we can go up and uh, see you and your wife. And we can and go magic shopping. <laughs> and we can go to the lip balm, get some lip, $400 lip balm. Is it $400? I don't know how much it is. I would assume it's expensive. <laughs> uh, other than that, folks, you can sign up for our Patreon. And also, you can check out our other podcast, the Moisture Festival podcast, where we got long-form interviews. And we just released one Yeah, with, uh, uh, yesterday. With the great Michael Troutman. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, check that out, and you can get that wherever you got this podcast at. Other than that, we hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Off Beat Podcast. Stay weird.